Welcome to another episode. I am your host, Dr. Kayla Ring, and today's episode is going to be another solo episode with myself. And today I want to talk about something that's been on my heart for several weeks, and it's this concept of leaning into faith. And this can be such a profound concept across the board, not just for our physical health, but you know, for every aspect of our life. And so we'll kind of see where this conversation uh, takes me to. But this has been such a profound concept for me to integrate into my day-to-day living. It's really transformed how I move about my day. And and even within a few weeks, it's really had such a transformative effect. And, and where I thought I had been leaning into faith previously, right? I realized how much I was trying to take back control, where I was coming out of agreement with faith and turning into agreement with doubt and disappointment or even disillusionment. And so I kind of want to share this concept with you because I feel like with practice, this can really be a transformative practice for for everyone. So what is faith? Right? I feel like in order for us to have this conversation, it's important for us to almost have the same idea or definition of what faith really is. So faith is the ascent of the mind to the truth of something for which there isn't complete evidence for. And again, this could be applicable to really anything that you're believing for. But I'm going to probably stick to how this can affect physical health the most. So faith can be a really tricky thing to to have a relationship to or with, right? And again, going back to this main point um, of of this whole podcast is the embodiment of these values. It's the embodiment of these uh, habits and practices, right? It's the integration of these practices that help us to become our most vibrant selves, our highest selves. And I think that that's the important part here because there's so much difficult there's difficulty in integrating and actually embodying these types of practices, faith being one of them, right? Because oftentimes we need to see to believe, right, in order to have faith. And we almost, you know, or at least for myself, I'll speak for myself, we almost go back and forth between having faith and taking it back, trusting in the process, trusting in the unseen and taking it back. Oftentimes because we feel like we need to have control, 
right? And that's a, that's a huge factor for, for myself personally, right? Because leaning into faith in the unseen, trusting in the unfolding and in the process, right? Uh, that's difficult because it, in that space, it feels like we don't have control. And so in an effort to feel like I have control, right, I revert back to old patterns. I revert back to old beliefs, right? And perhaps this is resonating with you. And so I take it back in an effort for myself to feel comfortable. And in doing so, I no longer am integrating these new patterns. I'm no longer integrating these new beliefs. I'm not rewiring myself for a higher potential. So I feel like there's a lot that I just said in there and I'll see if I can pull it apart a little bit, right? Because in essence, there's some kind of rewiring that has to happen here, but it's in the practice, right? Of returning to faith of returning to trust that we rewire we we reprogram ourselves to come into alignment with a higher version of self so you know i'll i'll try to get to how to lean into faith a little bit more and honestly there's to me, there's not a blueprint for it. There's not a five-step formula in order to live in faith and live in faith as frequently as we can. But I think the big thing here is to, is to understand that our physiological processes respond to the to this new potential, right? So if we lean into faith that our physical health can change, that we can heal. Even when it feels like the cards are stacked against us, right? If we lean into faith and we trust that we're exactly where we're at for a reason, because we have to remember, right, that our body, our body is always in the pursuit of homeostasis. It's always seeking healing. It's always seeking its highest function. And its highest function is to keep your heart beating. That's the most important thing in order for you to stay alive. And so your body is adapting, your body is responding to the stresses, right, that we place upon it, not just physical stress, it could be the foods that we're eating, the environments that we're taking in, the relationships that we have, the toxins that we encounter, the, the um, it, you know, the physical environment that we're in. And our body adapts and responds so that you still function, right? And so, number one, can we offer ourselves a little bit of grace? Can we offer ourselves gratitude, right? That 
our body is, is responding in such a way so that we can remain in health as best we can while we're in the middle of these stressors. So that's an important reminder because it's gratitude that's, that's like the catalyst, right, for change to happen. So step one is finding gratitude for our body, for our physiological responses, right? And without these physical changes actually manifesting in our body, right, we may not pay attention to these more subtle cues. But that's also a part of the practice too, is becoming so attuned to yourself that you notice these subtle and little cues that the body is giving, that something's out of alignment before it becomes bigger, before it manifests into bigger and more serious pathology, right? The body whispers. It's a gentle tap on the shoulder to please pay attention. So there's that, offering grace and gratitude. But understanding that our physiological responses adjust and adapt to our beliefs in what is possible, right? So if we don't believe that there is another way, if we can't see our own healing, then our body will continue to adjust and adapt to that belief in the continued patterns and behaviors that manifest from this space and place. So believing in the unseen, believing in a new potential that you can heal, right? That's where change begins. So, you know, without diving too deep into a little bit of quantum physics here, because I also don't want to um, butcher it, but with quantum physics, there are infinite potentials that exist in this very moment, in this one moment that you're listening to this the highest expression of self, the version of you that's in your heart of hearts that you dream of, that you desire of, right? And it doesn't just have to be this version of you that is the healthiest, but perhaps it is the version of you that is the healthiest that has the types of relationships that you want, that has the career, the job that you want, that has the type of freedom that you want, right? The lifestyle that you want. So again, like those aren't separate, right? The healthier that you become, it can't not trickle and manifest into the other spaces and places in your life, right? But that potential of you, it, it literally exists right next to you, just in a different field and with quantum physics, all of these potentials, these infinite potentials, collapse in onto themselves to create this one perfect moment here. 
So if we can understand that, we can grasp that this highest version of self is not separate from us. It literally walks right next to us. Then the idea is that we have to bridge and merge the two fields. Now that sounds kind of um, woo-woo, right? Perhaps a little elusive, like how does one do that? But literally to bridge those two is to believe it, right? Believe that it is so. It is to remain in faith that it will happen, right? It is having gratitude that it is already so because it already exists. And it is coming into agreement with the joy of it being so, right? So it is the feeling of being in that space and place, right? Of uh, higher health, of vibrant health. It is the feeling of, I mean, you literally have to embody that feeling. So going back to that practice, it is literally the practice of embodiment of these feelings that sends the signal out into this field, right? And Dr. Joe Dispenza calls it the field of potential. It sends it out into this field and when you live in that space of faith, right, it draws it back to you. So it is the thought that it exists, the feeling that you embody, that it is already so, it draws it back to you. Now, the trick here in my belief and in my personal experience is that oftentimes because we don't see instant results, right? Ah, something didn't change right away. Then we revert back to old patterns. We revert back to old habits. We come out of agreement with that faith, with that joy, with gratitude. And we come back into agreement with doubt and disillusionment that it can't be possible. When we didn't give ourselves enough time for our body to physically respond to that new potential, that new belief, that new pattern, right? So we have to allow our physiological responses to this new potential to essentially catch up to this, to the physical form, to physical matter, right? Matter moves much slower than energy, right? And energy is our emotions, it is our beliefs. So this 3D expression of ourselves, it has to physically catch up to this new version of self that we believe to be true. So sometimes it can happen quickly or more quickly than others. And sometimes it needs a little bit of reinforcement or a lot of reinforcement. Reinforcement that 
just because you haven't seen to believe it just yet, that it will happen, that it is so, that it is coming to you and your body will respond in kind. And I'll share a personal example of this and how profound this practice can really be. So I've, I had been dealing with polycystic ovarian syndrome for many years and I had come into agreement with the belief that I had it. And so I had developed this framework around having it and what life meant to be living with PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. I, I came into agreement with it, right? And a part of that was necessary because it offered me a new framework. It told me what I needed to do and how I needed to change in order to maintain and live with this pathology, this disease. And it served me for a while. And I feel like I, I touched on this on a previous episode, or at least a little bit when I was speaking about, you know, a 12-step program that um, has really been a found foundation for me, Al-Anon. Um, but it gave me the tools to move forward, right? But I was still wearing that hat. You know, I am Kayla, that's one hat. I am a doctor, that is another hat. I have PCOS, that is another hat. And I realized that I no longer wanted to live in agreement with that because where it once offered freedom, right? It told me more about myself and what I uniquely and individually needed. At a certain point, it felt limiting. And that's when I knew I needed to let it go. But I had already integrated that pattern in me. And so it took work. It took work of believing that a different potential of myself, a different version of myself existed and was already so, right? It took a lot of practice with meditation Dr. Joe Dispenza is a, is a wonderful reference here. If, um, I feel like I'll go ahead and drop his, some of his um, resources into this episode's notes, but his books are wonderful. You know, Becoming Supernatural, You Are the Placebo, right? And he so beautifully speaks about um, quantum physics in such a way where it's relatable and understandable and digestible. But learning on the other side of that, right, of actually integrating this new potential, because that's what it was. I was integrating a newer and higher version of myself where I no longer had to identify with having PCOS, right, of having blood sugar issues. Now, does that mean that I went out and I started consuming all kinds of things that would throw my 
blood sugar out? No. Because I had framework to help me navigate that. So it's also important to use the tools that you've gathered, right? It's not like you, you necessarily forget and let those things go, but maybe it just no longer has such a hold over your life in the way that it did or doesn't dictate each and every decision, right? There's more sovereignty. There's more freedom within it on the other side of healing from it, right? There's choice that comes in. The limitation has dissolved. And so having had such a powerful experience of finally releasing that label and integrating a newer way, a higher and what I feel to be a higher way of living for myself, that's where power comes in as well. But it wasn't necessarily an overnight thing for me personally. I definitely had to work at it for some time. But I offer that up for hope, right? Because there is hope that that version of you that you yearn for, right? Whatever it is that that you're believing to be true, that version of you, it exists. It exists right next to you. It is not separate from you. And the practice becomes integrating with it. Living in alignment with that person. And it boils down to our day-to-day, moment-by-moment habits, decisions that we make. And so maybe as a practice that I'd like to offer up to you is slowing down enough to know when you're making a decision, right? A decision to have a conversation with someone, a decision to get on social media, a decision to, you know, consume certain types of food, to sleep, to exercise or not exercise, to recognize that when you're about to make a decision, check in with yourself. Does this decision, does this choice bring me closer to my highest version of self? Does this bring me closer to the reality that my heart of heart desires, that I already know to be true, that I already know exists? And in those little micro moments, those little micro decisions, it helps bring us closer, one step closer to that version of self. So it is in the practice of discernment between those decisions, right? Showing up in gratitude for exactly where you're at for how 
hard your physical body works for you. Leaning into faith that it is already so. And showing up in joy. And the practice won't be perfect, you know. But maybe you'll start to notice that when you start to fall back into doubt, disappointment, and disillusionment, you come back into agreement with faith and joy faster and faster each time. Because the journey isn't perfect, but it is certainly a beautiful one, especially when you start to learn and understand and embody the power that comes from leaning into faith and leaning into these practices. So I think I'm going to leave it there, but I really, really hope that this speaks to you, right? And becomes an important practice for you because it's certainly become an important practice for myself. So if this episode speaks to you, I would certainly appreciate so much if you shared this with somebody else who you feel might also resonate and benefit from hearing this message. That I am so, so grateful for you and for supporting this podcast and episode. And I look forward to chatting with you all again so soon.